Hello again, city listener. Dende Yono is here with another Kerevdes exclusive interview. And how can I contain my excitement today? Because here with me now is the youngest musician to be included on Forbes 30 Under 30 this year. Here with me now, Tate McRae. Hello, Tate. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited. I'm overwhelmed. And I'm so happy to finally meeting you. How's your year so far? Uh, it's been a whirlwind of emotions, I can say that. It's been amazing and yeah. terrible at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Because this uh, pandemic situation that happened, it's kind of sucks. But I have to say this year, although uh, we are in the middle of uh, this pandemic situation, it's definitely a big year for you. How do you feel about that? Um. You know, I think a lot has happened over the pandemic, which seems weird because it's, you know, a global pandemic and uh, usually right. your whole life would shut down and I've continued to like write and release music and just keep on working. And, you know, it's been kind of cool to see like what's happened over the past like six months um, and see like how far my team and I have come. And so it's, it's really cool. Yeah, and you still thriving until this day with such a great songs that you release. And also this year, you perform in a bunch of great shows this year, including like MTV VMAs and EMAs. And you always, this is uh, the thing that I love about you. You always put a different concept to every performances that you had. Is it your idea though to put some kind of uh, in performances? Yeah, I mean, I've been working with my choreographer, Michelle Dolly, since I was nine years old. Um, so she used to be like my big choreographer when I was a dancer and I was competing in the dance industry. Uh, so, you know, me and her just are always brainstorming ideas and figuring out what we want to do. And obviously I have a very great team behind me who always like supports my ideas and vision. So um, it's been it's been really cool to be able to bring it to life on like such big stages and actually, you know, like EMAs was such a cool huge thing and I was able to actually execute what I wanted which was amazing yeah because uh, the performance uh, especially your EMS performance it's quite simple but it's hunting it's amazing and it's so great because you dance uh, that's great you also dance right Yeah, no, it was really cool. I mean, all those dancers who were dancing beside me were my friends. So, you know, people that I had been with in the dance industry, and um, it's cool to just be able to connect the dots and, you know, mm-hmm. be able to bring them with me on stage and still yeah. sing and dance at the same time. So it's kind of my dream. It's really cool. So you're kind of like having fun uh, on the stage, right? Totally. I mean, it's work, obviously, and it's, you know, it's serious, <laughs> but then in between takes, it's, it's fun. So, okay. okay, let's talk about your single. You broke me first. It's a huge single from you, even in Indonesia now, and it has more than 300 million streams on Spotify itself, and more than 45 million views on YouTube. Congratulations on that. Let's take a back when you wrote the song. Say, where is the idea comes from? Honestly, I really don't know where the idea came from. I think it was because I wrote it in January. Um, and I don't, I don't even know like what I was thinking, but I just remember the producer in the room had just been playing these like really haunting four chords on the piano, like over Mm. and over and over again. And we were just sitting in this room. Um, and then I just remember blurting out, 
But I don't really care how bad it hurts because you broke me first. And we were like, oh, yeah. that could be cool. And uh, then we just started to shape this like story around it. Um, but yeah, it was like, it was, it was really cool for me because, you know, I think it was a really strong message and it was very empowering and, you know, yeah. it's all self-worth and I really wanted to touch on a song like that. So it was cool. Yeah, totally agree because, um, you broke me first is telling us about like a toxic kind of relationship, right? So from your point of view, Tate, what is the best way to dodge this kind of a relationship? Um, I think like i said like i think self-worth is one of the biggest things uh you know like leaving a relationship or getting mistreated you can't stand that as a person and i don't think that you should put up with that uh i do think that like if, if you have if you have issues or if you're there's problems within a relationship you got to talk about it and you got to be straight up mm-hmm. and you got to communicate um if not you guys are not going to be on the same page and then it's obviously not going to work um so i think that's like what i would do in a relationship in order to keep it like healthy and you know not toxic <laughs> yeah and then just leave if uh if you're not matched with this person especially right totally <laughs> okay so uh say recently you also collaborated with ali getty for lie to me it's in- interesting song it's a great song also and have a great music video also how the collaboration happened in the first place can you tell us um well Ali had DM me in like um, 2017, so I DM'd him back in 2020, and I was okay. like, "Let's do a song. I'm a big fan of you." Uh, and so we got onto a FaceTime call, um, just started writing, mm-hmm. and kind of created this this really cool song. And and then the first time we actually met was at the music video shoot, which was cool. Wow, that's that's a great. So you. Uh, happened to met him through a DM and then the first time you met him is when you shoot a music video, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How, how's the experience shoot a music video in the library, I would say? That a yeah. Library? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was the, my first time being in that library. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even though it's in Calgary, where I live. Um, okay. But it was really it was really cool it was we actually shot it from 7 p.m to 5 in the morning so it was like it was dead in there literally just like lights off crazy kind of creepy uh and then we just shot it and it Uh was exhausting but fun oh okay cool so earlier tape i said that you are the youngest person to be on forbes 30 under 30. you freaking out on your post on instagram but Mm -hmm. how do you feel after finding that out um i think that was like probably one of the coolest moments for me um just to be like you know on the same page and article as such incredible musicians not only but then people like i remember reading the description of who forbes 30 under 30 chooses and it's like people who they think are influencing the world which is like really cool Mm -hmm. even you know, even be like on that list and be recognized yeah. even as the youngest uh, musician. So it's it was crazy. I really, really freaked out genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw your post in Instagram and you're kind of like freaking out on the caption there. Yeah, no, I was I was kind of in shock. It was really cool. Okay, so speaking of a best part in this pandemic situation, I know that uh, this year it sucks because of the pandemic, but what is the best thing that you learned so far during this time? 
Um, I think there's a lot of things that you can learn in this pandemic. I think um, the fact that you're spending so much time alone is a, is a big thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that mm -hmm. just gives you a lot of realizations. As a writer, it's good because I've noticed a lot about myself and um, learned a lot about myself um, and just, yeah. you know, what people I want to surround myself with and what I want to do and who I want to be. And I think that's important. You need to reflect. And sometimes there's just not the time to be able to reflect. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of been a blessing for us to be able to do that for a second. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool, though, uh, if we could, like, step back for a moment and understand uh, ourselves a little bit more, yeah? It's going to be crazy next or hopefully next year or when this pandemic is over and we're like, oh, my God, do you remember in 2020 when we were all stuck in our homes? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Look on it and it'll be like a you know a really memorable time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so during uh, this uh, whole quarantine thing is there like any musician that you put on the loop date um yeah i put a lot of musicians on loop i mean uh the weekend i was listening to when his first when his album came out i was just listening to it on repeat yeah. for weeks uh, yeah. and then i've been listening to a lot of ian dior and kid Leroy. Uh, Post Malone, wow. lots of people. Wow. So speaking of like um, uh, biggest musician to uh, ask to be a collaborate with, who is the most, what is it like a musician that you're dying to have a collaboration with? Them? Post Malone, for sure. <laughs> I love him. Wow. Yeah, I, I kind of imagine that you uh, having some uh, collaboration with Post Malone is going to be great because I love his song also. His song is also great. And it's it's got a bop. It's got a bop for sure. <laughs> so Tate, is there like any music genre though that uh, out of your comfort zone, but you love to try? I mean, I think um, there's a really cool genre that's kind of like really coming popular nowadays. It's like in the rap like realm, but it's like also kind of pop, and that's a lot of like. Even like Mood by 24K Golden yeah. and Ian Dior, like yeah. it's very much like it's like half and kind of punky, which is kind mm -hmm. of cool. It's like a million different genres, but I would love to do something like that one day, like Machine Gun Kelly kind of uh, music, which I love. So it would be pretty cool. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so my uh, last two questions would be, uh, what is five things that most of the people didn't know about you? I know that you're kind of like open book person, but is there like any random things though that people didn't know about you? Okay, um, one, I'm actually, I'm like really open and I'm like a very open person, but I'm also like very private some points too. Like I'll, I'm pretty like closed off sometimes unless I trust you. Uh, two, okay. I have a brother, he's 19 and he's a hockey player there. Oh wow, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, three, my birthday's on Canada Day. July 1st. Um. July 1st? We had the same birthday. Wow. Really? Okay. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I also birth uh, on the 1st of July. Aww. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> um. Okay. The first one. Fourth. Um, I used to live in Oman for three years when I was younger. So when I grew up. So I got to travel a lot. When I was um, and then five. I've been dancing for 11 years wow 11 years that's yeah quite a journey for you so mm -hmm. to wrap up this uh, interview is there any message to your indonesian fan who happened to watch this video or listening to the podcast 
Uh, just that I really, really appreciate you guys so much, and I'm super grateful to have listeners from all around the world. Um, it's pretty crazy to me, and I sometimes can't wrap my head around it, but I love you guys so much, and I'm very grateful. I love to have you here in Indonesia pretty soon, Tate, because I do love to meet you one day, and I hope it will happen soon. Thank you yeah. so much for your time, and we'll see you in Indonesia pretty soon, yeah? Yeah, I'm so down. <laughs> Hi, this is Tate McRae. Check out my interview at creativedisc.com, the number one music website in Indonesia. This is Creative Disc Podcast.